Welcome to Playful Pursuit. I'm your host, Joe, and today we're delving into the secrets behind escape rooms. Imagine being locked into a room with only your wits and a burning desire to escape. Through collaboration and critical thinking, you and your team navigate puzzles and hidden clues inching closer to unlocking the door to freedom. Today's guest is Ian, and he's here to share his insight into escape rooms. Ian was a designer, builder, and game master, so sit back and enjoy. Welcome Playful Pursuit listeners. Today we're going to talk about escape rooms, and we have a very special guest, Ian Scott. How are you doing today, Ian? No good. How about yourself? I'm doing real good. What is an escape room? According to the internet, escape rooms is a physical adventure game where players are locked in a room and have to solve puzzles and find clues in order to escape before time runs out. That's what an escape room is. Why is Ian Scott an expert in escape rooms? Because he was working in one. He helped design and build rooms, and he ran as game master. So he is the most knowledgeable person we can get in here for this. So in your opinion, tell me what you like about escape rooms. Um, I've always liked the aspect of being trapped and having to solve puzzles to get out. I've always been a logical thinker and always loved solving puzzles, so... Whenever we did our first escape room, it just ignited the flame, and I just kept on wanting to do them from then on. And then once we, well, once you bought your own escape room and you hired me, it was just, it was fun making them and watching people go through our puzzles and tricks. And, you know, the satisfaction of actually beating it is what kind of keeps me wanting to do it. Yeah, they are a lot of fun. We have done many together. Now, most escape rooms are, what, 60 minutes long? About 60 minutes, yeah. yeah. And you could find some that are like 30 minutes. They're real quickies. And they a lot of the companies have seasonal rooms, like Christmas rooms and stuff, holiday rooms that will be 30 minutes long as well. Yeah, but most, most escape rooms are usually an hour long. Yes. Now, how many people are in a room do you recommend to play a room to be successful? Well, for me, it all depends. Like, if the room says, like, it can hold up to eight players, I usually don't like doing the max because there's a lot of people twiddling their thumbs and not really getting engaged into the puzzles. So I would say, like, the perfect number would be around four to five. I I agree 100%. Um, the wife and I do some rooms alone, just two of us, and we do escape a few of them, but they are extremely hard. And if you have too many people, like you said, you have people not engaged because there's only so many puzzles you could do at one time. And I'm also finding out after the fact, if, if you play one with a big group, you didn't get to see or participate in a lot of things in that room. And to me, that was kind of a letdown when you're going with a big crowd. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Like, you know, having not known what was done, even if you didn't do it, it's still like knowing the whole process when you have four people and working together. It's a lot more engaging with four people instead of like eight because of just people standing there and you get less engaged and then you're not really immersed into the story they tell and with the puzzles it's just it's not as fun as it would be with like four to five people yeah i I do agree now 
what happens if these people go in there and get stuck and they can't solve a puzzle or can't even understand it is a puzzle? Now, usually most escape rooms give you three, I would say three clues or three hints. And it's usually like it has to be unanimous. Everybody has to want to have a clue. And so that's what usually happens whenever you get stuck on a puzzle. You ask for a hint or a clue and the game master gives you one. But it's smart to not use them all at once because usually, depending on how strict the escape room owners are, they will only give you three or you can have more than three but probably won't be on the leaderboard if that's something you care about. That's true. I've noticed there's basically two different type of escape rooms. You have your what I call the franchise, the big company owns them, and the mom and pop kind of places that a family or a couple of people go into and they buy one and they design it. What are the main differences between the two? Usually mom and pops are not as flashy and not as, how would you say, like their rooms don't look as... The production. Detailed, yeah, detailed as other... It like franchise escape rooms, but with franchise escape rooms, usually every franchise has the same amount or like the same escape rooms, no matter where you go. So like if you do one in, let's say Florida from a franchise and then you go to like New York and it has the same franchise, it's usually the same setups. It's usually the same escape room. So that's the only flaw I would say. But for mom and pops, it's nice because they use their own tricks and own puzzles that you usually don't know or are kind of unique instead of the ones that are from a franchise and they're kind of like a set. They don't really have unique ones. They're all kind of the same if you go to the same franchise. Yes, and and, and I notice there's a lot more gadgets and gizmos in that, in that franchise one, but I also feel that the puzzles are more unique and creative in a mom and pop kind of place. Yeah. Because they usually come up with them themselves and you don't see them in other escape rooms. Yep. But the only con to a mom and pops is usually they don't have the immersive detail. Like, you know, you can be immersed into it, but it's once you go to a franchise and it has a lot of like flashiness and a lot of like, it's just very more immersive than a mom and pop just because of like probably the financial like you know you're usually in a mom and pop they're buying stuff from like yard sales or like not high quality but it is good quality but for like a franchise they have like props backups of everything in that room that's like identical can you give any advice how to escape an escape room when it, any hints or pointers just don't get too focused on one thing. That's the biggest thing for me. When I'm in an escape room and I've been working on a puzzle for probably two to three minutes and I'm not getting anywhere with it, I usually trade off. I'll give it to somebody else, get a fresh set of eyes on it, and I'll go look for something. I'll look I'll look elsewhere. I'll go try and do something else. And then if I really can't find anything and it feels like that's the only way we're, we're missing that piece that I was working on then I'll come back to it but I don't like to get stuck on one thing because then I get frustrated and then my mind kind of gets cloudy and you know you don't really see it as of what it was but when you give it to someone else with a fresh set of eyes they can see it from a different perspective so 
that's the biggest thing. Just don't get caught up on one particular puzzle and don't stay on it for too, too long. Pass it off to somebody else with a fresh set of eyes. Yeah, I agree 100%. The other thing I would point out is communicate. Because there's so many times that you're looking for a, a code or a number or a letter for a lock, and one of your cohorts in there sees it but did not let you know that he saw it because he don't need it. Yeah, communication. Now, how about people are getting worried about being locked in a room? Is that a safety issue? I wouldn't say so because usually nine times out of ten when they're introducing you to the room, they usually tell you, like, we're locking the door, but if you want to get out, you just let us know and they'll unlock the door. It's usually not a big issue. I've never had, like, a fear of being in a room where I felt like I was literally trapped. But I feel like it's also fun to be like, oh, well, like, if I don't get out, I might not get out. Even though that's not per se what happens it's just like i don't know for me getting locked in a room it kind of excites me because i'm like okay like i'm gonna figure out a way to get out yeah and some states won't let you lock them in or make sure that they have access to open that door somehow in an emergency yeah usually sometimes if there's like a digital keypad on it you can press a button and it'll auto unlock if you need to get out like go to the bathroom or you know you just get really worried and stressed out. Some have a digital lock where you can just unlock it by pressing the button on the door or like a button that's like on the side of the door. Button yeah. yeah. Um, what happens if time runs out and they don't escape? It depends on which, on who you go to. Usually some escape rooms will let you finish out what you have left if you're close. Some will just automatically stop you, open the door and say you didn't get out. Better luck next time. It just depends on which escape room you go to. Usually, though, they'll let you finish it out if you're really close to the end. Yeah, as long as there's not another group sitting there waiting for you, yeah. Yeah. That's what we used to do. And the ones that were way off, we would kind of let them know what they missed before they left. Now, one thing I do want to point out, we call these escape rooms because some of them, the goal is to escape. I just want to let people know that in some cases, that is not the goal to escape. They just call all of them escape rooms. Some of them are find something or figure this out before a certain amount of time. And the doors are always available to leave. Yep. Yeah. There was one that I did where it was defuse a bomb that's in the room, find the bomb and defuse it. There's all sorts of like main objectives, but the biggest thing about an escape room is like just solving puzzles in order to complete the overall objective of what of what you're doing now do you recommend playing the same room more than once if you don't finish it um it depends how how long i was how far off i was from finishing it like if i went the whole hour and only got halfway through it maybe i would do it again but if like i was right near the end and i didn't finish it i probably wouldn't do it again because I just, for me, I want to do something that I haven't done before or haven't tried. And if I'm going to spend money on an escape room and then zip through 85% of it in the first 15 minutes and then get out like 40 minutes with 40 minutes left, I don't know. I don't feel like I got my true money's worth from it. I like to be immersed into it. And, you know, if I finish it quick, but it's my first time being in, in that escape room, that makes me feel good. But if I've done this escape room twice 
and I finished it with 40 minutes left. I don't know. I just, it doesn't feel as satisfying. I usually just do one escape room. And if I don't, fin- if I don't complete it, better luck next time on the next one. Or if I do finish it, then I just move on. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Well, that's all the notes I had. Did you uh, have any other comments you want to make about escape rooms? I would just say if you've never done one to really give it a shot because we never did one. And then when we did our first one and we saw like a shelf move and it go into a whole nother room, it just, it just was really exciting. And I just would recommend everybody to try at least one escape room. I agree. I think the only thing I would tell people that like, I've seen so many people come in and think they're smarter than everybody else and want the hardest room for their very first room and they don't really realize what they're getting into I would highly recommend talking to the owners or the manager or, or the game master and ask their opinion and see what levels of experience the team has and maybe start out with the easiest one because you'll be you'll be surprised how challenging some of these puzzles are yeah, and also one more thing, I would just also always be respectful of what's in the room, like props. Don't try and break things, because that's one one thing they always tell you before you actually do the escape room. A lot of things in there aren't part of the game, and so I just would really you know, be courteous to the owners of the escape room with their stuff because I've seen multiple on multiple occasions where someone's a little too hard on something and it breaks. And I don't know, it's just, and they have another group coming in. They have to Jerry rig something in order for them to have the experience that we had. Yeah, that's true. Nothing needs to be forced or broken to escape. Well, Ian, I, I, time is coming to an end here and I wanted to thank you for uh, stopping in and helping out with this podcast. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, we'll have to do this again. And uh, if you have any questions for Ian or myself about escape rooms, you can contact me by email at um, playfulpursuit at yahoo.com. And on Facebook, we have a Facebook group called Playful Pursuit. Well, that's all for this week, and I can't wait to talk to you again next week. And thank you all so much. Goodbye.